Hey guys, this is Thomas Edwards from thomasedwardsjr.com, and on this episode, we're talking about manning up. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, aka The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. So I'm really excited about this topic, partially because I'm a man, <laughs> but also I'm here <laughs> with another man. Thomas is a men's transformational coach helping men find their fire, and this is a very... um pungent and poignant topic for me in my life uh but i don't really talk a lot about it and it's time to talk about it so welcome to the show man thanks for having me brother appreciate it dude of course i know we have a few men listening in to the show most of the audience is women uh but the women can definitely take some stuff from this as well absolutely we're gonna shine light on culturally what's happening um and what's been what's been the shifts that are going down with masculinity and um, when we say masculinity we're meaning masculine energy more often than not that's usually people that are incarnated as men physically mm-hmm. but it can also be a woman so let's just talk about manning up and um i know we were talking a little bit before we hit record and you were yeah. talking about a story you just want to pick up on that totally because i was definitely about to like go off <laughs> before we started. <laughs> wait stop we gotta record this <laughs> yeah yeah so um I'm a, I'm a huge sports fan, so I follow, you know, a lot of uh, various sports. And recently what's been coming up is, um, in the NFL, there's a quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, former quarterback. Uh, his name's Andrew Luck, and he retired, um, actually just out of nowhere, seemingly out of nowhere. It was reported in the middle of the third preseason game. And as he was walking off the field when the game was done, there were actually people in the stands booing him as he then went on and gave his retirement speech where he was in tears. I mean, the man didn't want to leave the game, but he also felt that he didn't have any other choice. And he cited that he was mentally worn, mentally worn down because of the mm-hmm. ridiculous cycle that he had to go through of trying to rehabilitate injuries. It just kept on piling on over the course of the past um, two to three years. I mean, the guy has suffered a concussion, uh, torn abdomen, abdomen, uh, torn labrum. Ooh. Uh, he had calf and ankle issues, which when you see those two together, typically that means that there's an Achilles going on there. It's just, it gets, it becomes too much, you know? And mm-hmm. the guy is literally walking away from, I think likely half a billion dollars, uh, in, in terms of endorsements, salary, the whole bit, right? And, mm-hmm. and people have, the public and the media have, and Twitter have been on fire really calling him, you know, a wimp or, you know, asking him to man up like it's the NFL. And, and, you know, it really triggered me because I know, and I'm sure you can relate to this, man. It's like growing up, that was the phrase that basically told us that we were like wimps, you know, (laughs) basically. Yeah. Yeah. And that we're like, not enough. And this is why, like, I feel like when women hear this, this is also really important too, because, you know, on the other side, I'm sure there's a lot of things that women hear that tell them that they need to do something or else they're not enough, right? So that's really right. what we're talking about here. And there's this really, this culture is not just in the NFL where it's about being tough. This is about, you know, um, this role play, if you will, right? There's always these design roles, whether you're a man or a woman or in between, doesn't matter, right? There's always roles that the public expects you to live up to. And if you try to do something different, or you try to do something that they don't want you to do, they have a problem with that. And right, there's what, there's like a meme that's like, you just be yourself. Wait, no, not like that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. the guy's 29 years old. 
He's been in the league for seven years, franchise quarterback. I mean, the guy was the successor to Peyton Manning, who's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And so that alone carried its own pressure. Then, you know, you have 300-pound men jumping and tackling you over the course of several months. You're, You're bound to get injured, and you still rehab because you have that love of the game. But eventually... You know, to go to to break that cycle of rehab, injury, rehab, injury, you have to leave the game. And it really made me realize that, like, first of all, there's a lot of people who talk about this and have never been in his shoes. And two, this culture of, like, forgetting or or, or just being ignorant of, like, the mental uh, fortitude and endurance that's required to do such things like play in the NFL or run a business or be a father. Or be in a, you know, be in a relationship or have some level of any type of responsibility that like, that is just as important, if not more important than anything that you physically can do. Um, you know, and I just feel like the, the, there needs to be a culture shift that the two have to work together. The body can't live without the mind. And if the mind's being worn down, then, you know, the acceleration of your body breaking down just becomes even more in this particular case. But this can be applied to other parts of your life as well. Mm-hmm. That's so true, and it's like the um, it's interesting just culturally how we're told men specifically and masculine men are told to man up um, and toughen up and just do it, and then mm-hmm. the women are like, "Wait, where did all the men go? Why is he so cold? <laughs> Why is he so yeah. distant?" And it's like, "Well, we you've trained us to be that." Um, yeah, you've trained us to, and I forgot what book it was. I think it was no more Mr. Nice guy, which is an amazing read. Yep. Yeah. Talks about how we're, you know, societally, we are told to sit down, shut up, not make any noise, not stand up for anything, just do the work and do it well. And so then you have all these guys in cubicles afraid to stand up for anything or afraid to speak our truth or to be a man. And, mm-hmm. um, because it's, it's quote unquote safer. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think that this masculinity and, and that word has been demonized is toxic masculinity, but not all masculinity is toxic and all, mm-hmm. and also not all femininity is a goddess because there's also toxic femininity, which isn't talked about mm-hmm. in today's society. Um, yeah. you might get crucified for doing so, you know, and it's just kind of like, <laughs> you're just, are you a toxic person or are you a heartful person? It's kind of like literally that, that simple. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, I guess let's talk about a little bit. You know what the, the pressures of, and some of the the uh, the expectations of a man are in today's world, um, and how that can be confusing for men just to really be themselves. Yeah, I mean, we can even go back and like to, own their power in like a like a like a healthy way. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, men are more confused than they've ever been in history. <laughs> you know, when you really yeah, think about it in the grand scheme up. of things, right? There are. There are definitive times in history where you can look at where men knew instinctively what they needed to do. And where things started to get confusing for, for men was around the time of war, the, the industrial age, where mm-hmm. men had to go to war. And now, now before this, I'll, let me just create a set the scene before this, right? Set the scene before this, yeah. men were going to work. And typically they were going to work in their own lands and they were work and they were bringing their sons, maybe their, you know, their sons out to work with them, kind of to teach them and be around their father and, and really embrace that sense of masculinity, quote unquote. And the mothers would be with their daughters and help them do that. And that was really 
that role, right? Those roles are pretty definitive. Then the industrial age kicked in. Men were then going to the city to work, could not bring their sons, right? And then mm -hmm. they were at home. Then war broke out. So men had to then go to war, but then now women then had to go to work. And women then discovered, mm -hmm. wow, I'm much more capable than like I thought my role was. <laughs> and good on them. They, they began yeah. to rise and they continue to rise to where we are today, where we're still fighting for equality and creating a place where all people can yeah. have the capabilities of do all things. But in this place now, guys who felt like they had the quote unquote upper hand and their roles defined as quote unquote men and, and masculine, like th th this is all now being questioned, which now taps into mm -hmm. them having a sense of identity crisis and questioning their identity and who they are and how they're supposed to show up. So a lot of this is all based on, well, I thought I was supposed to do this and, and I'm supposed to go to work. I'm supposed to be a producer. I'm supposed to not talk. I'm, I'm supposed to not share. I'm not supposed to complain or anything like that or share my feelings. And that just doesn't work in today's world because while women are now right. working and like doing amazing things, they want, they, they also want the other side, which is men who are aware. Mm -hmm who are present, who are willing to share and who are willing to convey emotions. And guys are now learning how to uh, do this. And it's difficult because they're also hearing on the other side, you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> this is not what men right. do. So it's very right. confusing it, for a lot of guys. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, like the definition of man up, uh, I feel in today's society is slowly changing where mm -hmm. it's it being used in the same context, but what it means to be a man is something different. And I think that, you know, the feminine kind of had this evolution before men where they were claiming their power and e equality. And that's, you know, the unequal opportunity thing is kind of on its way out. Um, mm -hmm. But it's like the the masculine kind of the pendulum swinging in the other direction, so to speak. And it's time for the, the masculine to really evolve into because um, it's really just what's needed. It's kind of the, the adventure and the conquest that is next up for human evolution. And I think as a species entirely, we just need to get off and away from this men versus women thing because that's causing yeah. a lot of divide mm -hmm. um, and man hating or woman hating or whatever it is just because of a hurt that you've had in the past, which is why forgiveness is so much more important than it ever has been in the past. Yes. Um, yes. But you know, we're moving, we're moving in that direction and it's, it's definitely a beautiful thing. Um, what do you feel, you know, for the, just to give some, some tactical advice for the men listening, um, what's your advice to them? And then also what's your advice to the women in terms of supporting them in this, in this, um, space? Yeah. So, you know, the, the, there's just three levels of, of transformation. I see men going on, right? I feel like a lot of men stay in the first level, which is the strategy, right? Give me the tools, give me the tactics. Yeah. And the reality is like, it's out there. You can literally search Google and say, how do I, and then you can fill in the blank and you can find it. Um, yeah. but after that, there becomes this block. And this block mm -hmm. is either rooted, is usually for men rooted in fear. Fear of rejection, mm -hmm. fear of not being good enough, fear of failure, sometimes fear of success. And that stops them from being able to move from strategy to execution. And so the level, the next level of that is around support, right? And a lot of guys lack support. They don't know that support can exist. They, they don't believe that they should get support because that, that also is not manning up, you know, manning up is also like doing things alone. 
doing things on your own. And that also can cause a lot of problems and, and isolation mm -hmm. and loneliness, you know? And so getting support, having people who are in alignment with where you're trying to go, or even meeting people who are, are already there and are willing to take you on as a men, um, as their men, as your, as a mentor, um, or as a coach mm -hmm. or as just as a friend who's willing to offer advice, like that's the big thing. But, um, the most important level, and this is where I believe, um, you know, men and women can universally work together and do this is about really working on the internal work, your way of being, as I like to call it, or your state of being, as I like to call it. There's not enough time that we give ourselves, even in a day, where we display affection for ourselves. So I, I call this idea love hacking, where we, we're, we're constantly on the outside looking for visuals of love and appreciation for us, for us, you know, whether it's having someone being attracted to us, having someone pursue us, being in a relationship, being praised at work or acknowledged for what we did, that we forget that we can do the same thing for ourselves internally. And that if we can really reverse what we think love can look like for us and hack that and really learn things that we can do on a daily basis to create love for ourselves, then our dependence on what happens on the outside world becomes less. And, our, yeah. and that becomes a bonus. And so for mm -hmm. men, I would highly recommend doing things that feed you, that feed you, your, your mind, your body, your, your soul, um, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, sexually, even. Find things that you can do that feed yourself. And that doesn't require mm -hmm. someone else to do it. And the more mm -hmm. you do that, the more certainty you create in your life, the more confidence you create in your life, the more value mm -hmm. you create in your life, and the less dependent you are on what others can give you. And women can mm -hmm. also be supportive in helping men do that too, by allowing them to have space to express themselves and to pursue things and, and to be not judged for what they do, but to be appreciated and loved for who they are unconditionally, faults and all. Because we're all flawed right. in some way, but what we Everybody. what we fail to realize is that we can still be loved even though we're flawed. Mm -hmm. That's so true, and I think that you know, like you said, for the women, um, one thing that I want to emphasize here is that like men need to have this sense of freedom, and a lot yeah. of women go into coaching mode where they see the potential in him, and they're like, oh, he's just he just needs some coaching, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and that men will start to resent you. They won't feel free. They won't feel like there's space to be themselves or to explore their feelings and then he will get distant from you and so yeah. the invitation for you is to be patient with him and to offer space and just say and and, and be mm -hmm. aware i talk about this at unlock love which is my like full day event where mm -hmm. um the world of growing up as a man is different than the world of growing up as a woman and yeah. so men are just for most men are just emotionally illiterate and so when you start mm -hmm. asking him how he feels and he doesn't give you an answer, he's, that doesn't mean he's cold or he's hiding something from you. That literally means he's trying to learn the language. So give him space and time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, there, and I think and, that and that's really yeah. important to understand. Totally. And there is, a, there is a lot of fear and that might lead to hiding and escapism because that's what we know. That's how we were right. and, pretty and guys much raised. Are told that if, <laughs> yeah. And guys are told like, if you, if you do feel feelings, you're a bitch. So yeah then it's like, okay, well, now that I'm I'm trying to evolve as a man, quote unquote, now I have to feel my feelings. Does this make me feminine? But I remember the first time I heard about masculine and feminine, I heard that men need to embrace their feminine side to, to grow. I was like, I don't want to be feminine. Fuck that. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, but right? now that now like that, that realizing that it's like harmonious and it's actually powerful to have emotional literacy. Um, you know, I wouldn't be able to do what I do if I wasn't doing my feminine exactly. as a relationship coach, right? So it's kind of right, like yeah. um it's just being I could you could say wiser. Also mm-hmm. for some of the guys listening, um self love never really impacted me. That that phrase, the the wording, self love yeah. was just mm-hmm. like Bleh. Yeah. Like I but when when I related it to myself and I said self respect, then it took on a whole different flavor and I was able to accept it and embrace it. So sometimes yes. even the language that you're using matters a lot because self respect and self love are the same thing. Totally. Literally at right? the end of the day. Yeah. I mean people may I mean there yeah. might be guys here be like self love. They probably vomited already three <laughs> times before we got here, right? Yeah. So, but, <laughs> right. But it, it it's it's all how you want to phrase it. It could be self love, mm-hmm. like you said, self respect. It could also be just honoring yourself. Right. That could be yeah. another word. Right. You, or holding yourself to a higher standard for your yeah, for yourself. Right. Whatever it yeah. is, you're doing it for yourself, not for anyone else. And so it doesn't really matter what word you put in there as long as it works. Um, and it's, it's designed to be for you and not for anyone else. And the more you do that, guys and women, I think, I mean, this is important mm-hmm. for women, too. You know, because there's also a lot of women out there who are definitely looking on the outside to fill a hole that cannot be filled on the inside by anything on the out. Mm-hmm. And so right. how you fill that is with that self-love, with honoring yourself, with that self-respect, and with the self-acceptance too, which is just as big as anything else, right? So totally, it's whatever word you use, that's your key to really getting beyond this mm-hmm. idea of what you think your role should be in this world and just living your life to the max. Um, right. And I think and that's I think just that's really someone- important. Yeah. And one of the things too, for guys and girls out there, that's really helped me out a lot in my own journey recently was I was almost beating myself up into work. So I was like mm-hmm. using, using my, my self-hatred or, or self-punishment, call it whatever, um, yeah. to work and hustle and produce. Now that's served me tremendously when I was in fitness because it was able to, <laughs> I was able to, you know, get 3% body fat. I was shredded as fuck. Like I yeah. looked like a God, like I felt like a God, like it was incredible. Right. But now. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, okay, now I saw some incongruence recently and I'm talking like the past two weeks where it was like, I would start to get into this state of beating myself up to work just out of old patterns and habits. And then I was like, wait a second, I'm beating myself up to teach people how to love themselves. That doesn't, that doesn't match up. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so it's like, yeah. even in catching myself and just, and you can't beat yourself up into loving yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that's usually we try to beat ourselves up because we want to be better. It's, it's it's good intended. We want to man yeah. up. We want to do it. We want to we want to be better. But the way that we're going about it isn't going to ever produce the result that we're after. Yeah, and like you know, beating yourself up only goes so far to the point where you start yeah. to decide like I need to beat other people up, <laughs> other things up, <laughs> right? And and, we, and like right. you know, and we and we see how that can look, especially for guys who ignore this and like let their, 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 their emotions really be buried. Right. So, um, I, I bring this up because, you know, I think it's important to allow those emotions to come up where, but instead of directing it towards you to just release it, like let it flow and and release it in a way that can allow you to pass it and not hold Mm -hmm. on to it. And then that creates the capacity Mm -hmm. for you to then lead with love and lead with Mm -hmm. the right intention that you really want. 
um, that you really want to yeah. have to have what it is that you want in your life, whether it's love or an amazing career or uh, a healthy godlike body or just being an impactful leader in your community. I mean, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you know, beating yourself up is not the way to get there. You know, it's the way to stop no, you from getting there usually, for sure. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it usually stems from guilt or shame um, mm-hmm. from not being enough or from beating ourselves up or something that we did or didn't do um, or something we're not or whatever. It was comparison. But when we yeah. recognize those those patterns and it's just being, again, emotionally literate so you can be aware of what's happening versus just yeah. being angry for no reason. You don't know why. Then you can exactly. transmute that energy, whether it is anger or beating yourself up or stress, and you can pour it into something creative and productive and really be a force for good. And that is true masculine power because that's the force mm. of penetration to actually execute on something. And it's not, you know, killing yourself or being something or someone else up. And then it's actually just using, literally transmuting that energy and flowing it into a different path in a different direction. Yeah. It's taking that act of self-respect and putting strategy behind it. That's where the masculine yeah. power then comes from, right? And that's mm-hmm. that's the best thing. And the best way to alleviate that shame, that guilt, that anger, whatever it is that comes up is through self-respect, you know? And the more yeah. you feed yourself with self-respect, the less guilt and the less shame and the less anger you encounter. And a lot easier it is to float, let it process as it comes up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of guys are like, okay, cool. How do I respect myself or love myself? And, um, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll let you answer that real fast. But my answer yeah. to that is actually, ironically, you got to dive into your feminine a little bit and release and forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's really where you can allow yourself to see yourself in a clearer light and to res- hold yourself to a higher respect, um, is forgiving yourself from anything you're beating yourself up about. And that does take the feminine energy of releasing. Um, but what do you, what do you say on that? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's the first thing is, you got to work on both sides. You got to work on the dark and then you got to work on the light, right? So when you work in the dark, yeah. that's the part where you got to release. So journaling, meditation, spiritual experiences, mm-hmm. or even going to workshops or something where there can be an experience where you can actually free these emotions, let them out, let them have its space and air on like without judgment and to see mm-hmm. what it looks like and then let it pass, you know, like you, the, the darkness, you can't have light without the dark, right? And it has to be vice versa. Right. Light doesn't know it's light until, until there's darkness. And so, you, yeah. you know, this is, will always be a part of your life. And so you always want to address it and do things that allows you to release it. Sometimes going to the gym and beating a, a punching bag isn't enough. And so there needs to be mm-hmm. some other ways that you can actually do that. And then on the other side where you work on the, in the light, I, I'm a huge proponent of doing, um, like rituals and routines, whether it's daily, mm-hmm. weekly, or monthly. So it could be things like having a morning routine around waking up earlier and meditating and, and eating something or drinking something really healthy or doing something that's um, supporting uh, something that you want to learn or get better at. Um, it could be a nighttime routine or it could be taking yourself out if you're a single, if you're single, taking yourself out on a weekly date and to have experiences mm-hmm. of what what love can look like if you just showed yourself some, a little love. Um, if you're in a relationship, having a weekly date night, right. And, and, sh- and celebrating yeah. each other on a weekly basis, but having things that are consistent, um, that, you know, that you can attach, you can really point to that and say, that's where I access my power every day. That's where I access my confidence, right. My, my sense of certainty and self-worth. Cause when you do those, 
then it makes your it, it makes how you can be who you are in the world much more predictable and it lets you also see that love can be predictable because it's really derived from you not from anyone else whatever comes from anyone else becomes a bonus as a result yeah totally well i know we could keep talking about this for hours <laughs> yeah of course, <laughs> but, of course. But for time's sake where do people find out more about you what you do so they can dive deeper into this yeah man you can um find me at thomas edwards jr.com uh and just check out any trainings I have. And also you can book a call with me if you want to chat more about what it could look like to respect yourself and see how that can translate, transform your life. And you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Thomas H. Edwards Jr. And I'm on Facebook at Thomas H. Edwards Jr. Awesome. Well, guys, go check out his stuff. Thomas, thank you so much for jumping on the show. This has been an awesome conversation. Thanks so much, Seriously. brother. Appreciate it. Of course. Everybody listening, go check out his stuff. And as always, put some heart into everything that you do today.